on this episode of the Range Minded Podcast, we talk about Brandon's stupid ideas. He has another one. Just wait. We also talk about something I signed up to do but completely forgot about until somebody smarter than me reminded me and a little bit more. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's another half mag. Calling it Teacher Day. Enjoy it. Good morning, good evening, good day, whatever time of day it may be while you're listening. This is Steve with the Range Minded Podcast. Welcome back, my friends. Um, Nick, I was trying to get Nick on for tonight, but he's uh, he's doing some family tripping right now, so we cannot fault him for that. I, this is going to be a pretty quick episode. Uh, there's a couple things I wanted to bring up and talk about, um, so we'll jump right into it. Again, welcome back to the Range Minded Podcast. So... Um, interesting stuff going on. As you probably know, if you're paying attention to the industry, there is an ominous gun bill um, that the Dems, all the Dems are in for it. Um, The super libs are absolutely wanting to take your firearms away from you. And even 10 so-called Republicans, uh, I would call them turncoats, uh, said that they were in support of it, including Mitch McConnell, which is no surprise, as well as uh, our good old buddy Mitt Romney from Utah, who is a disgusting human being. Um, but that's not all. I just found out today, I was perusing the Instagrams, and um, I saw a fun little blurb that I had to, to, to check up on to make sure it was true. And if you guys remember way back, way back in the time machine in 2015, there was a a bill to try to make... Uh, M855, the the deadly green tip, 5.56, um, illegal. And obviously that, that didn't happen. There was a big scare. If you remember, it was pretty difficult to get any kind of green tip um, ammunition. If you did, it was a fortune. Um, if you bought some and you hoarded it all, you probably realized that you didn't didn't make a very good investment, at least at that time. Now, you know, any 556 is more money than it should be, but I digress. So this, let's see, when did this story break? Um, Oh, well, today. So yesterday, uh, this was recorded on the 16th of June, 2022. So yesterday, which would be the 15th, uh, if I did my math right, um, our our commander-in-chief decided that it was time to act in a different manner. And I actually wouldn't be surprised if we see this tactic used more often. Um, the, the, the man in the Oval Office who doesn't know where he's at decided that uh, M855, which is the U.S. military designation of the green tip, um, green, green tip uh, ammo, um, he decided that that was no longer, should no longer be in civilian hands. So he contacted Lake City, who is, the predominant manufacturer, and, and I think Winchester gets involved in this a little bit too. I can't remember for sure how they um, how they fall into this. Um, but yeah, he feels like that uh, that civilians should not be allowed to own that deadly green tip ammunition because, as you know, a nine millimeter will, will blow a lung out of a human being, but uh, a five five six will completely completely explode a person um, to where there's just maybe a soaking wet pair of shoes on the floor so I, I, I'm not sure what what is going on in their little melon 
because um, you know Biden's not doing this by himself. He is incapable um, of walking up the stairs by himself, let alone putting away some kind of a rational thought where removing green tip ammunition from the civilian use would make any bit of difference whatsoever. And I find I find it sad that uh, that they will go to any means necessary. And I think we saw a hint of this when, you know, I just mentioned 9mm. I think we saw a hint of this when he said that the 9mm was so dangerous and deadly that that, uh, that we shouldn't be allowed to use that either. Of course, he didn't say that, but I did. So, here we are again. They'll attack our rights on every front possible and make it completely miserable for us. Um, I couldn't find, I guess the NSSF broke this story, but I perused through their news and I could not find it at all. So I actually when I put it in the Googleizer machine found that uh, the NRA of all places had this um, you, you'd think they'd be a little bit more supportive of this for some reason just just by their track record. If anybody from the NRA is listening you need to clean house. Um, let's see let's see if I can find a good quote off here. I didn't really, usually I mark I mark good up, mark up a good blurb on the article that that I would read a quote out of. Um. So let's see. Look, this this is the fourth paragraph down in their news. The news of the move was broken by Larry Keene, the general counselor and senior vice president of the NSSF. So obviously he he had something to that. That's great that the NRA is pointing out the NSSF was doing their homework and not the NRA. Um. The leading trade association of the firearms. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Keane on Wednesday night, oh, it was in a tweet, said the U.S. military is actively considering shutting down the sale of M855 or um, the NATO designation SS-109 ammo from Lake City to the commercial market. So, it's the military is actively considering it. That's interesting because I heard this morning that it, it was our commander-in-thief. Um, if you remember, not so long ago, um, he put a we put sanctions on Russian ammunition, putting I don't know what percentage of ammo came in through through that market, but I I'm sure it was not not insignificant. But putting another burden on any of the five five six will make it much much more difficult for um, for any of us to get ammo for the most popular firearm in the United States, which we know somewhere around twenty million AR-15s exist. We know not all of those are necessarily 5.56, but a huge, huge majority of them are. And any more pressure on the ammunition market is going to make it much, much more pain in the ass. Kind of frustrating. Thanks again, Brandon. You're you're building us back better, aren't you? So that is really, really frustrating. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. That guy just, man... It, I think it's just more and more important for us to stay vigilant, um, stay active in in the industry as much as possible, um, and do our best to communicate with those who represent us, not only on a state level but on a federal level. It's uh, it's obviously important. Um, man, I was going to say something else, but it completely my train derailed, which happens a lot, as you guys know. Another thing I wanted to bring up, like I said, this is probably going to be a really short episode because it's actually like midnight 
when I'm recording this almost midnight. Um, I was just kind of going through some news and stuff. And this is something I forgot that I signed up to do. That tells you what a what a great individual I am sometimes. So this this coming Saturday, which would be what the eighteenth, um, is National Train the Teacher Day. So the purpose of this organization is to obviously, um, well, as they put it, educate, empower, and protect teachers and their students. Um, as far as firearms, um, responsible use of firearms, and having giving them the confidence that they can carry. Now, in Idaho, I don't know what it's like in other states, but in Idaho, it is up to the school districts to allow the teachers to carry. And if this is the way it is in your state, um, and, and I definitely need to get more involved in the school board, they meet on a night that I already have so many things going that it's very difficult for me to show up. <clears throat> Maybe that's by their design, not mine. Anyway, if, if that's the way it is in, in the school boards where you live or where your children go to school, I would highly encourage you to, to take the time to participate in those meetings and to share your thoughts about ways to keep um, our real future safe. Uh, anyway, yeah, so it is this coming Saturday, and I signed up to be <laughs> to be an instructor for this, and I actually completely forgot. Um, in the last episode, we talked about some of the things that I've been having to deal with and my mind has just been completely turned to oatmeal over the last little while. Uh, so I had completely forgot. That being said, the only reason why I remembered, uh, today I was doing some stuff around the house and I get a phone call, uh, from, uh, I think it was Pennsylvania or something. I can't remember. I could look it up if I really cared, but. Yeah, so I, it rings a couple times, and I'm thinking, oh, well, you know what, I'll answer it. Sometimes I like to answer uh, the spam calls so I can get excited about uh, the iPhone that I didn't order or whatever. You know what, you, you got you to gotta enjoy those phone calls. Don't just hang up on them. Give, them. give them some problems. Anyway, so I answered that thinking that it was a full-on spam call, but it was a, a gal named Sarah. I don't remember her last name, but she was a reporter from the New York Times, which is kind of kind of interesting i mean it's not every day i get a phone call from uh, a newspaper uh journalist reporter boy it's probably a reporter probably not many journalists left anymore and she asked me about the national train of teacher day and if i had hadn't had any students sign up now i was completely like i said my brain is oatmeal and i was thinking about uh maybe it was something that we had set up for the store at independence some class and so I referred her to, to Sarah Van Acker, who is our um, academy director at the store. And we had a, sh- a short conversation after that. I could tell she seemed kind of, just, you know, just the tone and inflection on her voice was like, oh, okay, this, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And we hung up. And then <laughs> about five seconds after I hung up the phone, um, the mush started to coagulate a little bit. And I remembered, crap. I signed up to be an instructor for National Train to Teacher Day, and it is this Saturday. Uh, so now I'm in a frantic, um, frantic search for the information <laughs> for the information that I need to do because I'm an idiot. I forgot to set up a range, um, which you know I I honestly know places we can go shoot. 
Um, and if there are any teachers on in southeastern Idaho that would like to participate, I'm still willing to to teach. I mean, it, it doesn't scare me. It, that part doesn't worry me. It's just that I've I kind of failed to advertise it a little bit. So it will be on my Instagram and Facebook, and we'll see if I can get some teachers signed up. So that is actually really exciting. Honestly, we see, I wouldn't say we see an uptick in shootings. I don't I don't think necessarily they've increased, and maybe they have, but I think it's probably the reporting of the shootings has increased to make it appear as such that, um, that violence is increasing. Uh, and, and maybe it is. Honestly, it, it really could be increasing. But the media definitely does not do any favors by um, creating some of these, uh, making some of these shooters into martyrs in a way, creating a pseudo fan base for them and, and other insane, insane people, uh, giving them the opportunity to try and do better than the previous guy. And that happens. There's correlation. In fact, I, I found a video that was shared to me and I shared it on my Facebook um, it was pretty interesting, honestly, about some of the stuff's going on. And I would not be surprised if that video got taken down. You can look it up on my Facebook feed um, under Steve Zimmerman. It, it's it's pretty interesting. It's a long video. It's like an hour and a half long, if it still exists. Uh, but but it's pretty interesting. And, and he kind of goes down a little deeper of a rabbit hole towards the end of the video. Not something I expected, uh, but something that definitely definitely makes sense. So, shifting gears. It's uh it's pretty interesting to me kind of like what we we've been seeing lately. I went into a local sporting goods store. Um honestly because I was actually worried a little bit about the M855 stuff. So I bought 150 rounds of it just just in case. Do I need it? Nah, not really. Did I pay too much for it? Unfortunately, yes. Um but there's a lot of ammo on the shelf. Ammo is definitely getting more available. So what do we do? What do we do with shooters now? Are we we thinking that uh, ammo is going to come down? The shelves are not empty. Um, ammo has come down slightly. Uh, this this sporting goods. I'm not oh, I'm not going to share the name of it, but there's only two locations, and one of them's here in Idaho Falls, and another one's uh, in Utah. Uh, so they don't have a huge purchase power. I mean, it, they're a good sized store. I imagine they're part of a buy group now, so they probably get a pretty decent uh, decent margin on their ammunition um, they definitely get a decent margin on their apparels because uh, they offer some pretty good discounts for air quote members or whatever they are um, but when I went back to the gun counter and, and looked at the shelves like I said there's quite a bit of ammo available the problem is is like I saw some magtech 9 mil which uh, when I was running the range uh, all the time man that stuff was like eight dollars a box it's not real clean it's, it's not terrible but usually that was like bargain ammo like that was we, we used to get really good margins on magtech but to see it at like eighteen dollars a box I, I just cannot compel myself to buy um what would you call it average level ammo for 18 bucks a box but what i did find and i was actually really excited about it is I found some, oh, where did I put it? I think it's even down here. I found some uh, some 22 mag uh, 
defensive ammo, so hollow points in 22 mag. I'm actually really excited. I know I've seen videos and stuff of the 22 mags, like they'll shoot them into watermelons or whatever, and there's great expansion, but I really want to experience this firsthand. I don't want to I'll just watch. Oh, I told you, it's getting late. Oh, excuse me. I don't want to just watch the videos of people shooting melons. I actually want to see what it's like. Um, it should be exciting. It should be really messy, but 22 mag is awesome anyways. Uh, I'm going to shoot it through a rifle and through a revolver. We're going to see <clears throat> see what the differences are between the two. It should be a lot of fun. Hopefully I can get some pictures that uh, that actually are kind of fun to watch. Uh, usually when I take my, my phone and set it up, on the tripod and try and take pictures. Um, I just look like a goober uh, making substandard videos that uh, most gun idiots post on YouTube or Facebook or whatever. They're not a very exciting. Uh, for some reason, I can't figure out how to make uh, make fun social media posts. Uh, maybe it's because I'm old. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so we're getting, like I said, it's going to be a short, 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 short podcast but what i really wanted to hit next and this will probably be the end of it is uh is how are you doing as far as the steward of the second amendment when when mark was here in the beginning <clears throat> you know and, and ricky honestly from the very beginning of the show we talked about being good stewards of the second amendment what are you guys doing uh to be those stewards are you seeing all this crap that's going on television or spending too much time on YouTube or Instagram or whatever, Twitter, whatever social media account you got and just bitching and moaning about the laws that are, uh, that are trying to be passed. Or are you actively going out there and sharing? Oh, I don't want to say this, your story when it comes to the second amendment, are you going out and, and, uh, well, first, (laughs) Are you gaining the information and the education you need to go out and, and maybe correct these people in a kind manner that uh, that maybe just don't understand? Like when I was talking to that news reporter today, um, she was saying that she'd com- uh, talked to a lot of the instructors on this uh, train-to-teachers thing uh, for this Saturday. She says it's been really regional. Um, I think she said Ohio, there's a really heavy, heavy demand for, for teachers to come in and, and take the class. Um and in some areas, it's been really barren. Like I haven't, I haven't seen any information of people signing up for the class, uh, for me. <clears throat> and so what I was telling her is like maybe, maybe what we're seeing, at least as far as Idaho, is there's already a pretty good knowledge base of, uh, of people that have grown up around firearms in Idaho. But we are getting a slow influx of people. I should shouldn't say slow because it really is not slow. Um, people coming in from other states and uh, that maybe be less comfortable with firearms around them. So what are we doing, at least in Idaho, and I know it's there's some other states that are experiencing an influx of people, refugees, I guess you could say, from other states that are trying to, trying to find a better place for their family. Uh, I know we get the good with the bad. We've definitely seen an uptick of the bad as well. It it just kind of is what it is. But we can we can be a light in the darkness as well. Those of us that have spent the time 
to educate ourselves, to become educators in the firearm community, we should be outspoken, um, not overbearing, but outspoken, uh, and be willing to teach what we've spent a lot of time in, investing in, into our knowledge to be able to share with others. That's one thing I really liked and why I, I signed up to do this, the, the train the teacher thing, um, is because I enjoy teaching. I enjoy sharing the passion and, and uh, what little knowledge I have of, of the Second Amendment to, to others. I, I didn't really grow up in a place where, where guns were enjoyed that much. My dad had guns. We had some stuff around, but my dad never took a shooting. Um, it wasn't up until you know, my teens that I really got excited about it. And once I got later on, even, you know, 30 years old or so, that's when I really, really got excited about it. And I really wanted to involve my family in something that I knew we could have fun. I understood the risks, um, but I really, I, I really wanted to share that passion with others. So what, what are you doing? What are some of the things that you guys are doing, whether actively or passively, even if it is on your socials about, um, about sharing your passion for the industry and your passion for your freedoms. I think that's something that's really being lost. All of us have opinions and all of us seem to be really willing to share an opinion, but most of those are not fact-based. They're opinions. Uh, we should be, we should be out there inviting people to go shoot. That's why I would say it all the time at the end of the shows is take somebody shooting. We really need an influx of responsible um, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? I can't even think of the word. Somebody's going to be passionate about it in a responsible and safe way, because that's what's going to that's what's going to change the country. Um, I think we talked about, or I talked about a little bit a while ago about how how people just don't care about their neighbors. Um, when I grew up, we knew all of our neighbors. I grew up in a really really rural part of Idaho. Uh, our closest neighbor was a, a quarter mile away, which maybe that doesn't seem really rural to some, but, um, but we knew all of our neighbors. Like I knew the people, huh, almost everybody that lived within like a five mile radius of my house. But now, you know, I live in a subdivision and I know my immediate neighbors and, and a few more, but man, I don't, I don't know everybody even in a mile radius anymore. And, and that's sad. I mean, it is what it is. But that's kind of shame on me for not getting out there and, and, and talking to people and waving to people and visiting with people in the store. I'm, <laughs> I think I shared this before. My daughters got mad at me. We were at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru one time and uh, waiting for our food. And I like, I like to talk to people. I'm not, I'm not too scared about it. So the two teenage girls there waiting to service our food or get us our food through the drive-thru. I was just like, Hey, how are you? How's your day doing? How, how's your night? At least it's not cold, whatever, you know? And as we left, my, old, my oldest daughter said, dad, that's disgusting. And I said, what? She's like, you were flirting with those girls. I'm like, no, I wasn't. I was just asking how their day was. Uh, just hopefully making their, their work day a little bit brighter. And that's really what it is maybe maybe kids nowadays think that creepy old dudes are, are the ones that ask you how your day were um that definitely was not the way the intention was but 
but we need to be out there talking to people. We need to be going to the range. We need to be taking people to the range. And I know with, we just talked about ammo prices and, and maybe the potential, uh, price hike on ammo that's coming up. I understand. I do understand that. Maybe, maybe you don't have to take them shooting, but maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some other way you can, you can share, uh, going to those school board meetings, um, participating in elections in your area or whatever there's there's tons of ways to get out and visit with people um you just got to get out of the bubble and and i honestly i absolutely feel that that uh if we can get out there and communicate with others around us that maybe don't think the same way we do um but if we can actually have a conversation and communicate outside of social media man the world would be such a better place and it's uh it's something we really we really need to work on. I know I got to be better at it. Uh, I I am not scared to talk to people, <clears throat> but uh, sometimes sometimes it can be a little bit scary. I Greg Pruitt, who's the um, gosh, he runs Idaho Dispatch, but he also runs uh, the oh my gosh the pro gun <laughs> the pro gun group. Here in Idaho, why well, cannot remember their? I can't. Idaho Second Amendment Alliance. There, I knew it would come to me sooner or later. My my brain is oatmeal. Remember, we we talked about this. And uh, and I I put in a little live chat that hey man I I saw you at the grocery store but I was too chicken to just come say hi, and and he's like dude why don't you just come say hi like don't be scared, I'm just a normal person, and and I wonder if he thought it was just because I I feel like he's starstruck, which or I'm a starstruck. I'm not like most of the time. I don't, I don't care who people are. I've had a chance to meet some really, um, some really cool people in the industry that, uh, you just talk to like a normal person and they're fine. If you go up thinking or acting like, you know, they're, they're gun gods, then they're going to act that way. Um, but if you just talk to them like the normal people, they tend to be pretty chill. Um, you know, I didn't ask for autographs. I don't ask for pictures. I just, Say hey man, how's your day going? It's good to see you, you know. And and uh, one time even at Shot Show, I did that to to somebody. He's like, "Don't you want a picture?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure. Let's we'll get a picture." Um, I'm not gonna say his name. Uh, but they're just people. And and the same thing with the anti-gunners. They're just people. They're still citizens of the United States. Um, we're still we're all children of liberty, and uh, and we need to remember that 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 uh, just because our our perspectives and our opinions aren't equal doesn't make us any more or less valuable than our neighbor so it's important to remember that anyway guys i told you it's going to be a short show we're going to keep it where it's at i really appreciate you guys listening um if you like what you hear um give us whatever five star whatever whatever base you're listening to this on uh give us a good rating share it with your neighbors share it with your friends if you have uh, have an idea for a show, drop it in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. You know, Nick and I love to hear um, hear from our listeners. We've we've had a few email in the past, and we like to give them shout outs because it's important. We want you to know that this isn't just a couple guys, or sometimes one guy, just talking in the mic for no reason. I I honestly don't talk just to hear my own voice. I feel like we have something to share. Sometimes our shows aren't as exciting as others and that's okay 
Um, also, if you're a teacher and you feel like um, you want to take a step towards uh, becoming more confident or understanding of, of a firearm, <clears throat> you don't have to be in Idaho. It's all across the country. It's a national train the teacher day. Jump on their website. It's uh, let me actually let's scroll right up to it. Um, anyway, so just just Google it. It's National Train the Teacher Day. Um, it's the fifth annual, so this isn't the very first one they've ever done. It's going to be June 18th. If you're in southeast Idaho and you you want you you want an opportunity to be trained, I am a, a firearms instructor. I I will absolutely do it for free. Um, but you have to prove to me that you're a teacher. Like I'm not just gonna we're not just gonna have a, a free class for fun. It's it, it's for a purpose. And I would love to to have you guys even on the show. We could talk about before and after. I think it would be a lot of fun. Anyways, uh, if if you do feel like you wanna, um, you wanna be part of that group, and you're in Southeast Idaho, you can email me at. Uh, this is gonna be a fun email. Hope you're ready. It's impractical tactical, all lowercase one word impractical tactical, seventeen at gmail.com okay that's my personal email address and feel free to email me um and, and we'll figure something out i would love to to, to take some time and, and and show you how to use a gun and honestly here's a here's another challenge if if uh and and i'll even spread this out if you're in the boise valley i'm willing to drive to boise not for this thing but if uh, if you're on the fence about purchasing a gun or you've never shot a gun before, um, Nick and I will make time. We'll come hang out with you. Uh, you can come hang out with us. Um, we'll go to the range and uh, we'll we'll I'll be happy to teach you for free. Now, not a ton of people. Well, let's, no, you know what? Screw it. Yeah, it, it, we'll figure it out. I'll, maybe we'll set up a day. Um, if you buy the ammo, I'll bring the guns and it'll be a party. Okay, let's let's just go with that. Appreciate appreciate you guys listening. Um, you guys are all rock stars, uh, whether you know it or not. Remember, somebody's always watching you and, and learning from you. Make sure they're learning the right things. Uh, and, and remember, you got to take somebody shooting. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Peace out. Hey, gang, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. If you liked this episode, make sure you let us know and everyone know by giving us a five-star rating and maybe sharing us with your friends. If you have an idea for an episode or a guest that you think would be cool to have on the show or you just want to get in touch with us, you can email us at podcast at iishooting.com or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Podcast. Thanks again and take somebody shooting.